wife wants to tag in, have to be the Holy no, no, Spirit no, no. and say something. And that's it. I'm holding, I'm holding back. Holding back. Holding back. Holding back. We're getting to the hallelujah, hallelujah. Guys, Glory definitely God. when you were speaking about the house, uh, mm. his word was sent and we are his dwelling place. And I just saw a house where uh, windows was all bashed in mm-hmm. and grass had grown up and there was no lights on in the house. Basically, there was no uh, utilities that was working. Is it occupied? Mm. No. Mm. No. Mm. So the house couldn't be dwelled so in. So just darkness in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. That's, that's what I, uh, mm. I, I saw. So. Is that kind of the cosmos of the body of Christ? Overall. Overall. But we think that he's still dwelling in that place to where hmm. there's no submission. Obedience is, Obedience is best. Is this is what you... It's really easy to obey, too. It's not hard. Amen. Y'all think it's hard to obey? <laughs> Y'all think it's hard to obey? <coughs> I think it's easy to obey. <coughs> so why don't we do it? <laughs> why? Give somebody give me. Why don't we do it? That's real good. How can the, say, say with surrender? Mm-hmm. My time. Mm-hmm. See, it's always my time. Mm-hmm. I don't have time. Mm-hmm. I don't have time to do it. I want to do this. That my time should be better over here. Right. How do we have church and we have 400 people and when it's time for prayer, 12 show up? The house is empty. There's no obedience. Prayer is how you, this is how you talk. This is, this is how you express your relationship with God. And when you assemble ourselves together, see, most people just come to church think it's, it's nothing. Mel taught a lesson on why do we assemble? Why do we gather? Yeah, why do we gather? I gather because you strengthen me. Mm-hmm. I gather that y'all strengthen me today. Mm-hmm. Y'all strengthen me. Mm-hmm. And it should strengthen you. Mm-hmm. We are the body of Christ. Amen. Glory to God. And we should act accordingly. There's a call for holiness. There's a call to gather. Because he's speaking to his body. Sometimes he speaks to you individually, but he speaks to us corporately as well. We don't want to gather. I'd rather stay home. His bed feel good. I don't want to. And I'd rather go here and be comfortable and just sit here. And no change in my life. Should be provoked to change. And not only that, I shouldn't be the same as I was two hours ago. Not my my thinking. I should be progressively. I should be progressively growing. I love that you said that, Pastor, because that's just a part of my nature. Um, It frustrates me when there's no performance. Last night was with my daughter, and she was just saying, you know, just relax. My husband always said that to me, just relax, <laughs> you know. But my, uh, my mind, there's always something going on that, that is a nudging and urging me to be aggressive about being productive. You know, uh, what else needs to be done in my life? You know, 
What else? And I said, what else needs to be done in my life? My life is not my own. This is talking about the kingdom Amen. of God. Amen. So not not that I need to get a better job or you know pay off some bills. Like what? What? I need to always to be operating in the kingdom of God. Amen. Uh, aggressively, intentionally, on purpose. On purpose. <laughs> and what we do, we we. We're in church, but this is it's not on purpose. It's not aggressively. It's not a, a target kingdom mandate. And so for me, it's like, okay, what what do I need to do? What what is he calling me to do? And so we, we don't have that aggressiveness. You have it for something, but it's just not the word. Sometimes it's your talent. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's your gifting. Mm-hmm. So we're, we'll get going, starting right now, but I love what Pastor was going about, even saying Lord, that he's Lord. Mm. And we don't have the revelation of that because we are our own Lord. We worship ourselves. It's what I want, when I want. How I want it. Lord, I bow to Lord myself. So when someone, he's your Lord, that means that he owns you. It's what pleases you, Lord. And this is what they would say, what pleases you, Lord? Amen. What do you want me to do for you? It was never for themselves. A servant doesn't serve themselves. Amen. Amen. We are a servant. So we're going to get going with our Holy New Testament. So if y'all can please stand for the reading of the Amen. Holy Word. Amen. Every time you hear the Quran, they say the Holy Quran. Mm. But it's the Holy Scriptures that we arise to. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. <laughs> Y'all may be seated in heavenly places. <laughs> Amen. Glory, Glory to God. Our God. Welcome to Walker Ministries. How y'all doing? Yeah. New people, how y'all doing? Y'all look great. <laughs> great seeing welcome, y'all. Welcome, welcome. But I've seen you. I thought I'd seen you. You been here? You been here before? You been? No, okay. You look familiar. She came for me. You look familiar. All right. Well, welcome. Yes. Welcome. My goodness. What's your name? What's your name? doing Whitney? Whitney Whitney. Whitney Whitney. <laughs> and your name? Corbett. Corbett. How you doing Corbett? Good to see you man. Nice to see you. I like that. I like that. I like that. Man. I wish man I tell you what, she won't let me do it. I won't let me do it. I'll be trying man. Oh, his scalp won't let him do it. <laughs> y'all pray for me. <laughs> but again y'all know this is walking ministry. We like to laugh have a good time. You know we this is Bible so every time you the church. Amen. Everybody think you're coming to church. No you are the church. You're not coming back for a building he's coming back for a people Amen. so you are the church and guess what church if you got a question at any point 
in the teaching, just raise your hand, and we encourage asking questions, don't we, y'all? Yep. And we'll pull it out to you. If you don't say that, we're going <laughs> to make you say something. But we want you to have interaction. It should be interaction with what you're teaching. I mean, you go to school, and y'all in school, a lot of y'all in school, don't you ask a teacher questions? You know, you don't know what, what that means. Mm -hmm. you know? So this is what we encourage here, to ask questions. It won't disturb the anointing or nothing. <laughs> we hear that. Uh, don't touch me. I'm the, I'm the anointing. Is on. Amen. People say that, man. They, they, mm -hmm. Wow. Don't even believe that. But, um. So you guys are doing good? Are you ready to learn? This is a teaching Teen ministry. Teaching. This is not a, I mean, we may Touch get loud. Touch your neighbor <laughs> and give them a high five. <laughs> slap them. No, we, we don't do none of that. Man. You ain't going to hear none of that. None of that. No, no. We might say tap and turn that. Make sure you're going to the right page. <laughs> you know, but we ain't telling you all that stuff. That's just a lot of stuff that takes us away yeah. from, um, you know, if I got to keep you awake, I'm just going to say hello. You know, I ain't going to do all this kind of stuff. But um, um, I just want to let you all know there was a lot kind of going on. They got a leak downstairs, and you may hear the guys vacuuming. So hopefully he let me know. Hopefully it be yeah. okay. And I had Darius come behind me. Making sure that everything was good. <laughs> right. I felt real good, man, because Darius <laughs> came back. He like six four, and I'm like five <laughs> seven. <laughs> yeah, I felt good. I felt good. I felt good. I felt good. But so I just want to let y'all know that. Yeah. Um, so appreciate it. And um, y'all ready? We are happy right. and excited to learn of the Lord again today. Man. Very excited. That's also my grandbaby. Grand, grand she wants to teach too. too. She's excited to eat her food. <laughs> she wants to teach. All right, y'all. God has given me this message. And often when he gives me messages, yeah, I... Put your seatbelt on on this one. I'd be like, Lord, why? <laughs> you know, <laughs> give me the, the happy messages. But really, this this is a happy message. It's, uh, if your spirit receives it, then it is a not only a happy message, but a profitable message as well. You're going to profit from hearing the word of God. The Bible says Always. the word is profitable. Amen. Proof. Always. So um, here's the topic. Uh-oh, y'all. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Satan's domain. Jesus. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Satan's domain, the realm of darkness. Mm. Say that you say that one more time. Make sure they got that. Satan's domain. The realm of darkness. Okay. Satan's domain. Not yours. <laughs> right. <laughs> and I always like to give really the purpose of a teaching. So the purpose of this teaching really is to is a warning. It's really a warning. Uh, this message is a warning, and it's also to guide you back where you're supposed to be. Amen? Amen. I, I believe that when it comes to the word of God, there is this phrase, the fading of the cross. The cross is fading. Mm. And we have seen that probably through the news and different things that you're seeing. There's... Uh, if you're watching the news, or you're just in this world, you have seen, you have a gentleman out there. Okay, yeah, um, I get that, I get it. You have seen a lot of things going on in this world when it pertains to darkness, evil. You know, uh, basically just not godly, you know, acts of God. It's, it's more of the world 
who is really exhibiting or expressing who they are. I am not seeing that much of the body of Christ really expressing who we are. Can you just give me a little bit feedback on the body of Christ really expressing who we are? Do you see much of that? Do you hear much of that? And I just don't mean that when you turn on the television that you have all uh, these leaders, you know, doing what this, this hooping and preaching is, but really people's lives really reflecting Christ. Not just speaking and saying and quoting the scripture, but your life re reflecting Christ. Do we see a vast amount of people like that? No? No. So, this is why this message is important. This is why we're going to really dig into Satan's domain, the realm of darkness. Some of y'all want to know about? And I, I didn't hear that anybody's. I heard maybe one. All right, Greg. I have to let you know, wherever there is darkness, there is the devil. He's there. So we, we go, okay, yeah, I know, but no, do you really know? It's like, yeah, I, 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 I know. But is that a revelation for you? Does that statement cause you to reflect how you're living? Check this out again. Mm -mm. Wherever there is spiritual darkness, there is the devil. He resides. That's his domain. That means that's his dominion. That's his mm -hmm. rule. So if we're in darkness, we're in his domain, his dominion, his rule. And he has a right. Mm -hmm. You have given it to him because you're in his domain. Okay. Mm. You have went where he resides, where he rules. How do you, how would we think we would win? This is why our football team or any sports like to play at home. They usually win at home too, don't they? You feel their home advantage, right? Yeah. So stay at home in the light. Oh, oh that's easy right there. You have home advantage mm. when you're in the light. And you are the home, the house. Okay. Mm. Are we Christians who's really walking in darkness, but we think we're in the light? Ponder on that for a second. Do look at you. Don't look at nobody else's light. Just look at yours. Don't. That, that time you. Be. <laughs> are we Christians who are living in total darkness? but we think we're living in the light. And which just means that this is void of the presence of God and not knowing it. I heard somebody <laughs> in the spirit say, I'm under grace. <laughs> Did you hear that? I heard grace. <laughs> who, who said grace? No. <laughs> who said grace? Somebody said grace out there. I'm under grace. My no, you are under the blood is what you're under. Mm. 
Oh, no, it's no in the middle. He said there's no variance. There's no, yeah, no. variance. He said either no, you're hot, hot or, or you're cold. Or he said lukewarm, I'm going to spew you out. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, 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 no. Right, we didn't say right. you. No, we, no, we, no we one know in because here. you know what? Someone did say that to me a week ago. Yeah. Because they said that God is a great God. Yep. Came to our house and said that. <laughs> gray. 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 That means there's no black and white. There's no exact, okay? Mm -mm. I'm under grace. So that means that, you know, he's a compromising God. Man, y'all just. Okay. <laughs> so what really has been dominating your life? Your thoughts? your desires, mm. what has been really capturing your heart? What's your focus? Hmm. That's What's just your focus? a rhetorical question. It's a rhetorical? Oh, yeah, I was I'm just, I know. I, I'm hey, they can reserve to keep okay. that to themselves. <laughs> okay. okay. Darius, Darius going to come on out. Job? You said, okay. okay, your job? That has been... Okay. okay. Oh, you told me darkness in the company. Yeah, okay. Okay. Yeah, I got you. Okay. Darius said, not me. Okay. I got you, <laughs> you Darius. I got you, Darius. Darius is going to be real with me. That's what I like. Okay. <laughs> I think we're having way too much fun. I want us to really learn, Amen. you know, what is really lurking in the dark spiritual realm. Mm -hmm. But you got to be real with this. You're going to have to be honest. Because what's lurking in the dark spiritual realm is powers mm -hmm. and authority. Mm -hmm. But he has a limitation. He does have limits. Then we can also be free from his domain. Ain't that and nice. we are free from his domain. Mm -hmm. Okay, but... And so let's get to the good part about we're free first. Let's go to Colossians 1.13. <laughs> okay. Yeah, please. Get to, get well, to let's the good. Go. And that is not our foundation scripture. I will get, I will get to that. But uh, Colossians 1.13. Are you there, Al? Yes, ma'am. All right. Who hath delivered us from the power of darkness and hath translated us into the Okay, now the Amplified says, The Father has delivered and drawn us to himself. He has delivered. Mm. Has. Already. From your past, any issues, what you were currently dealing with. He has delivered you from that and drawn you to himself. Mm. Not to the enemy. Right. He has drawn you to himself. Out of the control <coughs> and dominion of darkness. He has drawn us to himself, which is out of the control and dominion of darkness. Mm -hmm. So the enemy should not have control over you anymore. And not only that, but he has transferred us into the kingdom of the son of his love. Do we know what the word transfer means? I'm a word person. 
He has transferred you. Move from one place to another. Anybody else? You know what? When you do a transfer, too, you know what else happens? Hey, 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 yeah, ownership. You will make me go, get go old school. Hey, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> ownership. Taking possession. He has transferred. He now owns you. So that is a subtraction <laughs> from the original. That's yes. a subtraction. Mm-hmm. Okay. Transfer. Mm-hmm. Taking you away from now any authority and demeanor that the enemy had on oh, you, yeah. he no longer have claim because it's been transferred now to the ownership of our Lord and Savior. Mm-hmm. That's the free part. That's the good part. All right. Y'all receive that? <laughs> Do y'all receive that in your life? Okay. So if we're struggling with anything, dealing with anything. Your past. This should be a reminder. Colossians 1.13 is that you've been transferred out of all of that. Mm. So if you're still in that, then you're not allowing him to have ownership of you. You keep trying to go back to your old owner. And when you do that, say, he has dominion over you all over again. That 13 Amplified is really good. Yeah. Can, can we read it? Again? Yeah. Sure. The Father has delivered, he has delivered, set free from bondage, anything you've been dealing with, any um, generational curse, any, any, anything you can think of and whatever you was experienced, you've been delivered from that. Habits, vices, desires. Mm-hmm. Okay. Delivered from it. Mm. And not only that, but then you've been drawn to him. Which he is pure and holy. Which is all light. And he's light. Okay. Which is life and mm. truth. Go ahead. Please read that. Okay. Drawn us to himself out of the control in the dominion of darkness and has transferred us into the kingdom, kingdom of, of the son, his love. Mm. He's talking to you. Not feeling love, not feeling wanted, mm-hmm. feeling alone. He's neglected. Drawing you to himself, which is love. love. Man, he just closed the book. <laughs> <laughs> Then he gave you Holy Spirit one call alongside you. How you're lonely. Never he's, leave he's you. He's the comforter. You're right. You peace, Shalom. So let's go. Before we go to our foundation scripture, I got to give you three words and their kind of definitions here. Conscience. Okay? Mm. That's one of our words. And it means this, and you don't have to. Write it verbatim because you're going to get the notes a little later. It's the part of your mind that makes you aware of your actions as being morally right or wrong. Mm. It makes you aware of what's morally right or wrong. This is 
no your conscience, okay? Mm -hmm. The sense or consciousness of the moral goodness or blameworthiness of one's own conduct, mm -hmm. your intentions, mm -hmm. your own intentions, mm -hmm. or character together with a feeling or obligation to do right or good. <laughs> conscience. Yeah, y'all need a note on that one. Keep in the mind with conscience. It's a part of your mind that makes you aware of your action as being morally right or wrong. The sense or consciousness of the moral goodness or blameworthiness of one's own conduct, intentions, or character together with a feeling of obligation to do good or right. The obligation to do good. The feeling to be obligated to do good. That's just the do law. Do you feel obligated to do this? Okay. That's just the law. That's just the law that's inside of you already. You know not to kill. You know not to lie. You know not to steal. You know it's already in your it's already in there. That's what he was trying to tell you with the law in the old testament. It's already in you. Okay. But Conscience. Next word, Jesus. Thresher. T H R E S H E R, thresher. Oh, this is it. To trample out. To strike repeatedly. Mm. Thresher. Third word, sin. S I N. Everyone knows that one. We all been told uh, it means to miss the mark, mm -hmm. right? Yep. And by extension, to sin against God or a fellow human. It's depicted as a snare, keep in mind, with missing the mark. It depicts as a snare with an attractive power or force. Mm. Sin. An attractive power. The, not just a power, but it's attractive. attractive. Think of your sin. It's a force that's attractive. Mm, mm, mm. And overall intentional disobedience against God's law. This is sin. We just were told it's missing the mark. It's missing the mark. Mm -mm. Greg got a question. Yes, sir. Sure. Mm -hmm. All the time. Mm -hmm. We're going to teach them really how to hear, hearing from God, and proper balanced discernment. Mm -hmm. Okay? Those are just three words we're going to be dealing with throughout. Okay? So let's go to our foundation scripture, which is Luke 11, 34. Now, how do you get 34 through 25? Mm. <laughs> it must be 34, 35. <laughs> what is that? And we're going to do um, the you King James. You read it the Hebrew way from right to left. Mm -hmm. I got you. That's how you do it. Yeah. So we're going to go to Luke. <laughs> Luke 11. Are you there, Aaron? You said 34 and 35, right? Yes, sir. The light of the body is the eye. Mm. Therefore, mm. when thine eye is single, thy whole body also is full of light. When thine eye is evil, thy body also is full of darkness. 
You had to go by with that. <laughs> yeah, we got to break that down. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Excuse me. I'm going to do the Amplify here. It says at 34, your eye is the lamp of your body. When your eye, your conscience, keep in mind the definition of conscience. When your eye, your conscience, is sound and fulfilling its office, your whole body is full of light, but when it is not sound and is not fulfilling its office, your body is full of darkness. Be careful, therefore, that the light that is in you is not darkness. When you agree that this is a warning from God? Uh, it's in the red, and Jesus said, take heed. He said, take heed. Mm that the light that's in you is not darkness. So it, he's saying that it can be. Mm-hmm. So that's why he's saying take heed. Mm-hmm. He's like giving you a warning. Take heed. Mm. Your conscience is sound. Meaning that you, when it comes to what's morally good, that it's operating properly in that office. That's the office of your conscience is for the, to make you feel obligated to do what's right and good. So when your conscience is not working properly in the office, and that office is to obligate you to do what's good. So if you, you're not feeling obligated to do what's good, that means your office of your conscience is not sound. Mm. Oh, this is going to be a teaching. Wow. Any questions? Yeah. I'll get one. Mm-hmm. Oh, I mean, obviously, but in verse 34, does that mean darkness can mask itself as light? No. Um, well, in this case, this is what it's not saying, but obviously that, that happens, but this is not the case here. Okay. But I understand what you're saying because that's what he, he the enemy does. That he, Satan's he, angels he been disguised as, mas- as, yeah. as, as light. Yeah. But he ain't mm-hmm. got to do no masquerade with you here because Mm-mm. you are inviting him to the party. That's right. I'm <laughs> um, just saying he he don't have to. He's not coming with a mask. He's not coming yeah. as someone who is is good and he's evil. He's coming as himself because you have permitted him to be there. Because and matter of fact, you came to his domain. He didn't come visit you. So he's not masquerading as something that he's not because he's fully letting you know who he is because you came where I live. I'm not going to put up a show. You where, This is where I rule the reign. But he said in that first part about mm-hmm. the eye, mm-hmm. and the eye is a gate, it's a portal. So that what you see, what you let in, you can control whether you let light or darkness in with what you see. Mm. Mm. Feed you what you don't know there. Mm. <laughs> Feed what you doing something right there. Okay. <laughs> your eye gate and your ear gates. So let's talk about um, <laughs> the eye. The mm. light of the body is the eye. 
The mm. I is the body's mean of receiving light. Okay. Your conscience is the source for receiving light. So when you, if you fall into sin, you have to quickly repent and to be cleansed and then submit to God. Then you can't just be a free agent once you have decided that you're going to ask for forgiveness. You ask for forgiveness, God cleanse me, rid me of all whatever, but then you don't submit to him. So you default back to your old ways, and this is the struggle. This is why it's a struggle. Mm-hmm. And this is what happens now is that eventually you become your own defense attorney by making excuses as to why you can continue to do what you're doing that's wrong. You become your own defense attorney, defending the wrong. And so the enemy doesn't have to come in and masquerade. That was a good question now, because you yourself have created an atmosphere for darkness with you defending your wrong. But doesn't God says? He loves all people. And if we sin, isn't he faithful to forgive us? Yes, he is. But he said, if you continue in this way, hell is going to be your eternal resting place. I guarantee Every you. Every liar, anyone who sinned, who continue in sin because they believe it, that's not what we do. A sinner does that. That's what he's supposed to do is to sin. Not we you. fall down, Mm-mm. but we get back up. That's that song. A saint is uh, just no, a sinner. I, it's just a sinner who has fallen there. But how many times back in that same sin? So you may be, he come back, you back in that sin again and have fallen, but hasn't had the chance to get back up. Then now you're saying that his power, his blood, everything mm. that he said he died for, right. you to be free, Right. you're saying he's alive. Basically. You're saying that your flesh mm-hmm. is more powerful mm-hmm. than God. Right. Who you submit to works through you. <laughs> if you're submitting to your flesh, guess what's going to work through you? Your flesh. And these are the works of the flesh, the Bible says. Murder. Mm-hmm. The lasciviousness. It's so many things, the works of the flesh. That's a demon. No, it's your flesh, the Bible says. <laughs> That's what it says. It's in the book of Galatians. I'll see it in there. These are the works of the flesh. So who you submit through to, that's who works through you. Amen? Amen. Think about the eye. You talk about the, the physical eye here. If your physical eye is not healthy, glaucoma or something like that, you can't. Mm-mm, it's cloudy. You can't, it's cloudy. You can't see, right? right? Yep. And this is the same with this spiritual eye, which is your conscience. So if you're, if your natural eye is not healthy, you can't see. And then light is not getting in. Light is not um, refracting. really re- what? refracting. Refracting. It can't bounce. Yes. It can't bounce. You can't receive light in that eye. And so this is what's happening also with your conscience. It's not healthy. When it's not healthy, Mm-mm. you can't receive light in it. And a person that has cataracts, they can see, but it's not clear. Right. 
So it's like your conscience. You can hear this, and mm. you know, but you don't quite mm. get it. Mm. So. And then eventually, if you don't get that eye, you're gonna lose that eye. You're gonna lose it. And you're gonna be told Blind. you can't see at all. And you can go back to that original state mm -hmm. of a sinner. And as a sinner, a sinner is blind. Yep. This is why it was a song. I was blind, but now I, I see. see. You're going to go from I was blind, but now I see. And now I'm I blind see, again. but now I'm blind again. again. <laughs> okay. Y'all better stop listening to these songs. We fall down. This is a special note I want you to just jot down. When people's spiritual eye, which is not, not only your conscience, but your attitude, your, your motive, your desires are not directed to God's will, then the light of his word cannot enter your heart. Mm. The light of his will. And it can't produce blessing, fruit, and also salvation. So it's continuing thing being delivered. So when you are not submitted to his will, this is what happens. But if your but if there if your desires are not focused upon the things of God, then God's revelation and his truth have no effect on you. When you hear the word of God, then it has no effect on you. Because your conscience is not healthy. Mm, mm, mm. You've been receiving things that are not godly. So as you continue to walk in an ungodly state, eventually you're not going to be able to receive the word of God. And when you hear the word of God, it can be like, oh, that's good. Yeah, and then the scripture is real powerful that day. It sounds good. And then you, I'm on this thing, then you post because we do a lot of posts on Facebook with scripture. But then when we have a, a real live situation, the scripture just don't seem to work for you. <laughs> this doesn't seem to work for you. You know why? Because it has no effect on it. It doesn't mean anything to you. You don't have you don't have any revelation of the word. You just heard the word and it didn't you had an unhealthy conscience, so you couldn't receive the word. Thus the word doesn't stick. Right? Any questions? Any statements? Anything? We're good. Yeah, sure. Okay. Mm -mm. I'm gonna. I have to go here. And mm -mm. this is how God really feel how we're treating Him. If it's not me, it's in James four. Go ahead. Verse four through seven. Amplified. James, not me. Let's let's go there. James this 4. Is this is how God feels about how we, because we're unfaithful. We're unfaithful to him. We're faithful to something. We can't seem to keep up the pace of being faithful to God. You know, you get in a relationship, you, you're faithful to a person for a little while, and they will do everything now. You can't be Faithful. I always ask that question. Is it hard being a Christian? <coughs> I have to ask Christians that. Is it really hard? Let me ask these Christians out here. Is it hard being a Christian? Can y'all give me? Is it hard? No. Young people. No. I think it's hard when you're trying out of your own strength. 
Okay. Thank you. And I like to ask them how that's working out for them. Yeah, that's good. How's that working that's out good. when you do it in your own strength? How's it, does that work for you? Okay. I guess say, what about this is a challenge? I like it. So you say yes. I like it. He says that. it's a challenge. Okay. That's at times, okay. That's good. I like that. See, see, it's a, it's the way we phrase things. Mm. There's a, how oh, some people know it's not hard, but this is a challenge. Because if, and I think for all of us, it's a challenge. You know why? Because you're presented with a situation every day. So you're challenged to do the right thing. <laughs> Not that it's a fight for me to do the right thing. I say it's obedient, so. But it's a, you're challenged every day <laughs> to live holy. So it's good. Out of your own strength, yeah, it's hard. It's real hard. But overall, I'm going to tell you, it's a challenge because you're challenged every day. Mm-hmm. Pardon me? Right. So you ch it's a challenge. Mm -hmm. It's a challenge, but it's how we respond to the challenge. challenge. You know? And so I think we need to, as Christians, look at our lives and how are we responding to the challenge. I like what Jesus responded. He said, the prince of this world is coming, mm -hmm. but, but there's nothing in me. Even Jesus. Uh -huh. So his response was that he prepared for the challenge. That's right. He, he knew he was coming. And what? And I love what um, Pastor was teaching on Friday night. Really, it was about the feast. <clears throat> but with this particular feast, for me, it was all about the rehearsal. Are you rehearsing, preparing for his second coming? Because when you rehearse, you actually, you are acting out really for the final performance. You're practicing, really. I mean, there's gonna be a public performance of what your statement is, a Christian. It's you think this is now, yeah. but this is really not it. You're in, you're in rehearsal. I love it because it's, it's about the wedding. So mm -hmm. we're gonna be part of the wedding. So when you go to a wedding, you, you, you have a rehearsal, right? You know where to go, where to say, what to wear, and what to do, all these things, right? Mm -hmm. But that's what this is, what we're living. See, this is the thing that the feast have not passed, that you're living it now. Mm -hmm. You're living the rehearsal. It's a live rehearsal. Mm -hmm. So come to the have rehearsal. To practice yes. the word of God. Mm -hmm. Rehearse the word of God. So when you rehearse something, you repeat it over and over again, and it becomes part of your memory. Right? Like second nature should right. be first. Right. So you don't have to now try to it's decide easy. on how you're going to respond. You're going to automatically respond because you have rehearsed. Rehearse it. Or maybe not. And you say, I can't, you know, be in the uh, play right now today because of rehearsal because I haven't read my script. I don't okay. know what to say. <laughs> Oops. Mm. So let's see how God really feels about us being unfaithful here. And we're at James. Uh, we're in James 4, 4 through 7. Amplify. Al, do you have it for us? Janae, are you going to read it for us? You are like unfaithful wives mm. having illicit love affairs 
Stop. Hold on. Can mm -hmm. you? I need you to stand up. <laughs> Project. Come on, man. Man of God, read it. Read from a deep place. Turn at an angle to us towards <coughs> all the people. You're there you good. go. <coughs> do we need a mic? <laughs> I think we do. We need. We for real. So this this could be it right now. This is our God. He really feels so. Uh, I need us to really hear this. That was little Michael Jackson there going on. I ain't gonna mess with him. Stay there. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, all right. That grace didn't sound like a license to send to me. Mm. It's so much in that passage. Um, and I didn't have the scripture in my, in my notes in preparation, but um, God wanted me to let you all know how he feels about Christians who are unfaithful. Mm. Um, mm. I, it just saddens me. Um, I'll get something. Mm -hmm. <laughs> no, I think it's funny because you were talking earlier. Everybody said, oh, I'm under grace, I'm under grace, I'm under grace. But there is a stipulation in that scripture that says if you're in pride, mm -hmm. that that grace is not available to mm -hmm. you. It's only given to those who are lowly and humble enough to receive it. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> part of the main thing is a lot of people, and when you're in your flesh, pride is one of the main things that comes out of it. Mm -hmm. And homosexuality is pride. Absolutely. So he sets himself in battle array against the proud. So, but no, I'm under great. No, you're not reading the scripture right, nor is it being taught correctly over the pulpit. My God. Wow. Um, mm. I believe really overall um, sin, when you decide to continue in sin, whatever category you want to put Whatever, it in. Just lying. Um, is that you are walking in pride. You just, you're just going to do what you want to do. It's you. You know, sin is sin. And you, when you are walking in disobedience against the word of God, you are in a proudful state. As simple as that. When you do what you want to do, and you can't because you are the possession of God. You can't do what you want to do. You are not your own. You, do, you, you don't belong to yourself. You belong to God. And so when he said, you decide, when you decide to go against my statutes, my will, mm. and 
you really have your own will. He said, this is when you're walking in pride. He said, I set myself in battle array against the proud. But I love the, the fact that what he says here in five, because I don't think we think he means what he's saying. Mm. He says, or do you suppose that the scripture is speaking to no purpose mm. that says, first of all, no purpose. You think the scripture is speaking to no purpose. It has no purpose. Mm. That says the spirit whom he has caused to dwell in us, it yearns over us, and he yearns for the spirit to be welcomed with a jealous love, mm. meaning that no one else will you love greater. Not even <laughs> yourself. Not even to gratify your flesh. This is why he sent the Holy Spirit that will cause you to welcome his spirit. Not quench, not repel his spirit, but to welcome his spirit. But this is how he, he just wanted me to share with you how he feel about the unfaithful. A wife it's about who a has wedding, illicit, you know, affairs on them. He, that's how he view us as being unfaithful. He said, and, and if you're doing that, you're an enemy. But we, again, we think the scripture has no purpose. I like the King James, too. It's just, just God is, he wants, he wants you uh -oh. to actually do something Wait with your hand. life, and that is to serve him. And if you've been called to be a child of God, and you've answered the call, then you must really live up to the call, and that is to be a faithful Christian. It is a challenge. Mm -hmm. I agree. And if you get a chance, I, I got you, Whitney, because Whitney had a, mm -hmm. she had a hand up, she had a mm -hmm. question. But also in the in the King James, I like how he even said it. He said, "Ye adulterers and adulteress." He's talking to both mm -hmm. man and female. Mm -hmm. And then in verse five, he said, "Do you think that the Scripture saith in vain?" Mm -hmm. And in vain, vain means in Hebrew, no purpose. I just think yeah. it's just great. The amplifier just amplifies mm -hmm. what is in there. Mm -hmm. So you might want to read it in both. Mm -hmm. uh, I think Whitney, you had a question. Statement. statement. Go ahead. Yes. About what we're doing. Yes. And wow. we don't necessarily, we don't ask God, am I living up to your expectations? Amen. Yeah. Am I doing what mm -hmm. you want me to do? Mm -hmm. Am I making you happy? Right. Because yeah. my main focus right now is mm -hmm. just not to be a disappointment to God. Amen. Glory to God. Still, give me grace. Yeah. 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 I don't want to be a disappointment. Yeah. Amen. I don't want to keep letting you down day after day. Yes. 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 This is what they're yes. teaching you. This is what they're teaching you. Yep. And I love it. I love what you said because you can hear the heart of an yes. intercessor as well. Amen. Because not only that, but if you read the Psalm of Solomon, this is what he's talking about. When you really understand the Psalm of Solomon, he's really telling you about that, that love that he and I, and I tell you a lot of times we don't we don't understand what when you raise your hands, when you simply do this, what it does to God. Mm. See, but that comes from an intimacy that you have with him. That, it, that That's how the whole body should be feeling. Mm. And that, like I said, we come together. That strengthened me mm -hmm. 
when you said that, my God, that was powerful. Yeah. Did y'all hear with your spirit yeah. what she said? Yeah. It sums it up right there. Mm-hmm. Aaron, you got something? Intimacy. Close. Close, like real close. Almost like one. That's how you mm-hmm. lean and cling mm-hmm. on sometimes to your mom and way you feel for her, you feel close to her. Mm-hmm. And you can feel close to a person and not be physically close mm-hmm. to a person. But you you feel that person's love for you mm-hmm. and their uh, your love for them. Okay? Amen. Intimacy. That was an uh, excellent question. That was an excellent statement that uh, Whitney made. I really like that. I really hear you. You can hear a person's heart. You can ex- actually just hear mm-hmm. where she is mm-hmm. in her own relationship. With God, this is beautiful. Amen. Yes, um, I think this is a time that we should really examine ourselves. Uh, when I say examine ourselves and our, our conscience, how are you thinking? Mm. You know, when it comes to things that are right and wrong, examine how you really respond to right and wrong. You know, when you have an opportunity to 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 really, God has put something before you. How did you really respond to that? Think about it. I think about how many times we just did what we wanted to do. And mm. think about not only how many times did we do it, but we were okay with it. Didn't right? take no thought. You shouldn't be. Um, mm. And when we really examine ourselves in those little hidden pockets in the heart of darkness, you're able to, when you then confess, now, I go back to the scripture we're saying about, no, we say, you know, resist the enemy and he'll flee. We'll just say that part. Yep. Resist the enemy. But how do you resist the enemy? Resist the devil and he'll flee. Uh, submit to God. Submit to God. Mm. So you can't just say, I, you know, devil get away from me. <laughs> get thee behind get me. Get thee Satan. behind me. Jesus said it. I'm going How you... How the enemy flee is by you submitting to God's will. See, this is why it's really, you know. Now he'll work through you. The battle is not yours. It's the Lord's. But there is a war. And you are in it. The battle, keep that in mind. The battle isn't yours. That is the Lord. But there is a war. And there is a spiritual war that you may not initiate, but the enemy does. Okay? And so when you really com- you submit and you confess, what happens is, is this here. God cleanses you. But when you confess, repent, and submit to him, then he cleanses you. Not when you repent and then you go being a free agent again. Let's just this. Can we just say? We have to... <laughs> Uh-huh. Can we really say, if you repent, repentance does not mean remorsefulness. Most of the time, we're just remorseful that we did, we did it or we got caught. It's a sin. I'm sorry. But repentance, true repentance, means that you turn your back on that thing and you take another level. You turn your back on it. And you shouldn't be revisiting it if you have repented. Repented. Change of thought. Change, change of thought. And attitude. Most of the time, we're just remorseful. I'm sorry. 
I won't do it again. Yes, sir. I remember previously when God said that I and the ear are the gateway. Yes. How is the ear the gateway? What you hear. Mm-hmm. You can hear evil communication. Mm-hmm. Somebody can stop whispering. Most of the time, that's what the enemy does anyway, is whisper. Mm-hmm. You could be, mm, I, I'm going to go here just for a second. It's a, it's a gate. Phone sex. Oh, we, you heard that, didn't you? You ain't seeing the person. You're just hearing. Evil communication. What you're saying, what you're hearing. You know what I mean? Or if you are in cahoots with someone else, you're talking to someone, and y'all are conversing, or conspiracy to plot murder, or whatever. That's, that's in your ear gate. You, what you're hearing. It could be music, too. And this is why people say something. Oh, there's yeah. nothing wrong with you know, listen to, you know, secular music. And that, but we know that music, I, wanna keep, I don't want to get off the, the path here, mm-hmm. but um, what we do hear and see, it enters into our conscience. And it go. really causes your conscience to really to become infected or tainted mm-hmm. in a way. Mm-hmm. And then it makes your conscience unhealthy mm-hmm. by what I'm seeing and what I'm hearing. It makes... It makes my obligation to do good and what's right becomes now distorted because of what I'm hearing and what I'm seeing. Now this makes it really hard, if not, you know, a challenge now for me to do what's good because of my mm-hmm. my uh, ear gate and my eye gate. So what's the Okay. Oh, you hey, you know what? Like you're that. absolutely right. I go to the gym. I, I, like I love. That. I go to the gym. No, I work out. I like that. That's real good. Huh. I go to the gym and I work out. And I, I have my music that I put in. You know, thank God, my my son-in-law back there told me I can go to Pandora and, and I can make my own <laughs> Christian <laughs> rap. You know, because I like rap when I was in the world. I like rap. That, that's what I like. I know I'm he used to listen to Miska, y'all. Man, now y'all don't even know. Y'all need no. Look him. Y'all don't even know. Look him, Miska. Y'all don't even know. Boy, what I won't say. What I mean, what I allowed in here. What I allowed in here drove me but to do God. what I was doing. Okay, what I heard drove and create. Listen, when you hear something, it also creates images inside of you. Very powerful images. Controlling images. So, so I go to the gym. So they got music going everything. You know, you're hearing it all. So, uh, but where I am, because I know the source of it, I know what allows to get inside of me. So I have to close that door. Now you could be, you could be in, um, you could be in um, a workplace, mm-hmm. or even in music itself. But long, you you better know the source of it and what it does. So I wouldn't say just do music or listen to it, but you need to know what it does and what it does. Music creates images. It creates images for you to act on. But if you have the Holy Spirit, which I know I do, so those things don't really, you know, bond inside of me. I can't tell Nicole, can you, you know, the gym, I'm the only person in the gym. Can you turn that down? I'm a Christian. I can't listen to that. I don't want to hear that. You know, it's going to mess up my spirit. You, you can't do that. But I know within my own self and my own worship and my understanding of that darkness of what that music does and what it creates inside of me, I know that I cannot receive that. But you have to build yourself up on your most holy faith when you're going out there and in this world. You can be a music producer and you got to be very careful. You need to know the source and what it does to the frontal lobe and what it does into our imagination. 
So well, you can't just listen to R. Kelly, R. Kelly, R. Kelly, and don't have an affair, because that's what his music is driving you to do. That's what it's driving you to do. It don't make you want to pray, do it? So within myself, I need to have that control and that power that I understand that source of darkness, and I don't allow it to get in me. So to oh, gonna come up the rear I on have to that, go on the is this, uh, because you live on a campus, right? Yep. It's real and hard. And so Got to, to have that, most likely you have, a, you have a roommate, and they're doing they all kind of crazy up. stuff, and in, in the room is like, okay, well, how do, I mean, it's around me, what do I do about mm -hmm. that? Uh, the first thing is that we do need to make certain that we, we are baptized in the Holy Spirit, okay? Because the being baptized in the Holy Spirit causes us to do what's right. It causes us to draw to God. It, it repels things that's not godly. So it's something as simple as, you know, we go in the mall, and, and they got the music, and, and that has happened before, and I'm like, oh, that's my song. You know, we still got our song. We say, but we still got our song, you know, from Let's back in the day. Married. You know, yeah. <laughs> so, you, I mean, you're not even thinking about it. You're shopping, right? And yep. then I'm, you find, uh, uh, Next thing you know, you're going. I'm like, oh, wait a minute, you know. And there's nothing well, wrong with us dancing. But again, it's the, <clears throat> it's the lyrics. It's like our pastor said, it's what's behind the music. So what, what happens is that because you have Holy Spirit, it, it now causes you to not receive what you're hearing. Yeah. And you can still be in the midst of all hell and hell not overtake you. Yep. But you have to have the Holy Spirit to be able to deal with that. And then you have to really, you really have to saturate yourself in the word That's of what God, studying the word of God, hearing the word of God. So when I'm going, you know, getting in the bed, I got it in my ear, I wake up, people say, oh yeah, that's too much. That You, you don't have to go that far. Oh yes, yes you, you do. do. If you don't want to go, go back to that. Yeah, yeah, yes, you do. Because the world is going that far. They're listening to all the crazy, bizarre stuff coming and going, you know, in their ear, going to sleep. And they got it so loud that while they feel listening to it in their ear, you still can hear it. You know, all what they're playing, how they're dressing, how they're speaking. It, I mean, their life make a strong statement of who they are. But ours, are, we, we're saying as a Christian, oh, oh that you, you being too holy. And there's no such statement, either you're holy or you're, you're not. not. And he said, be holy for I am holy. So yeah. the thing of it is, when it comes to the second, it does create images. This is what it's designed to do. It and works. it'll make you act upon. This is why your kids, this is why they can be disobedient. Mm -hmm. Because it, it's rebellion. It can be disobedient because of their listening. You know, oh, they're playing the video games and it just doesn't infect me and all this violence and shooting and killing. Yeah, it does. See, the Bible says that your conscience can become sheared with a hard iron. That means that iron smooth that over and it doesn't affect me anymore. So what happens is that's where when it comes to music like that, that it, 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 it's okay for the Christian to because my, my conscience, that part of me is sheared. I can still receive it. It don't bother me. No, <clears throat> but it does if you're still in the yep. sin. It, it I'm telling you, you can't listen to a... Uh, What's his name? John Legend, and they talking about love. You gonna want to love somebody? Mm. <laughs> I'm just trying to tell you. That's what you're gonna. That's what it's designed yeah. to do. And that's why you go out and that's you why buy it. Yeah, buy purpose. it. That's what it's designed to do. Make you feel. Make you put down your inhibitions and <laughs> your cares, and you know you go to the club, and this is what it does. Yeah. There you go. 
It programs yep. you. And I just refuse not to be programmed once I got sealed with the Holy Spirit. He seals your mind. He seals you. So, yeah, I mean, and I was the biggest avid of, uh, advocate of, of, of rap music. I was in there all the way. Y'all wouldn't even believe it. Praise God I'm saved now. Filled with the Holy Spirit. Y'all play whatever you want. Go ahead. I can tell you what it's going to say, but go ahead. Basically, he's so. saying that anything that's not of. Uh oh. <laughs> okay, I'm. Uh oh. I'm, 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 I got two. I got two too. Then, then peach. Okay. Yeah, please uh, come on. And this is a teaching ministry. That's right. And you can do what you want with, with the, the teaching. With the teaching. Uh, but keep in mind again <sighs> about not being ever being your defense attorney. Okay. Keep in mind uh, about. I did a teaching on. The reality, that was it the wo- was the war o- over reality? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the war over reality. You know what is reality? Is the illusion of this world your reality, or is the word your reality? Keep in mind again, is the illusion of this world and the way and how the world do things your reality, or is the word? Your reality. Let that really, you know, mm. birth in your spirit, uh, because our culture, our experience, uh, how we grew up, um, our friends, all these different things, our family make up who we are, wow. and some decisions that we've even made and are going to make are not even your own decision. They're based on someone else's. Mm-hmm. Keep that in mind as well. Okay, mm. so. Um, the word of God simply says this. Let me go back to James. If you are a friend of the world, the world system, how they do things, even Rock is in fashion, and she went, she went to school, got a degree, and that's great, because I, I love fashion. But I think when it comes to you saying that it's uh, after Labor Day, don't wear white, and with these, these are simple things that we've just done it. And then you look at people crazy because they get on white because it's after Labor Day. You've taken this because this is of the world as to be a truth. And it's embedded in Everybody you. And it's, oh, why are you wearing that? That's so old. That's out. And because the, the world comes up with, they have a, this is how something becomes truth is that the world take a consensus and then it become consistent and also a compromise mm-hmm. and it become a truth. Mm. This is how cer- certain laws now are being passed. Because once the majority say that 
this is how we should be doing it because we've been doing it this way for so long and then being consistent in it, but yet there's still a compromise. That when it, something deals with the world, it's always a compromise. Okay, keep that in mind. If you are a friend of the world, and I taught on also stronghold of the world and stronghold of Christ-likeness, which one do you have? Do you have a stronghold mm -hmm. of the world or do you have a stronghold of Christ-likeness? Nothing will deter you. Okay, you I have to, you were next. Yeah, first. You Life in the Spirit Bible. The commentary is a commentary. Yeah, see, then when you what happens is this is that you get James four, right? We and it's a commentary. James four. Who's that? What five? Four four. No, because that's and that's a commentary. Being a friend of the world. Yeah, and that's a commentary that gives you. Yeah, that gives you. It's a person's opinion about the scripture. So that's what it. That's what a commentary. Check this out. Think about the world okay. and think about what's important to God what God's life his his life for you God's life and what you want but what we do again is like okay what's wrong with what's wrong with being in a fraternity sorority? and what's the big deal or some sort of you society know, or society or Mason What's wrong with what's that? What's, what's, the, what's wrong with that? What's, what's the big deal? I mean, let's share. Let's, because we, we're here. Come on, want to talk? Do we want to talk? Do y'all want to talk? Do the people want to talk? Yo, do y'all want to talk? Yep. My man right here wants to talk. Okay. Say your name again. Corbett. 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 Okay. Just like I like, I like, yeah, Corbett. <laughs> I, I go to Northern State yeah. where um, I'm at an HSA, HBCU. Mm -hmm. Yep. individual walk so and it's not oh you don't go to hell because you're mm -hmm. fraternity sorority that's not oh uh, you may say, but but god he just have some he just have um i was saying this to rocket rocket so we manage as well as a gospel artist and she was you know she i mean she does gospel rap sing blah blah but go do different places and you know and 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 sing but We've always asked each other, really, what's the intent and purpose behind why you, you're doing what you're doing, you know? And she still, it still was a part of her that I, I just knew it was fame as well. Uh, and But we're, we're still saying this is not you, Corbett, at all. Is that we say that this is for the sake of the gospel, because I'm sure you, you probably have definitely brought some people to Christ. You know what? Because the, the people who are going to church, they, they ain't bringing nobody up. But thank you, Robert. You are. Thank you. Uh, so, uh, yes. Uh, just allow this to be an opportunity for you to dig in deep in the Word of God. Yeah. 
and really what, what God feels about everything. Mm -hmm. not, not just about a fraternity sorority and, uh, or feel that we have to defend anything. But I know you're very, I like the fact that you're, you're open, you're vocal and honest. right now and honest. Uh, mm -hmm. And God is going to come right where you're at. And he's really going to enlighten you in so much more mm -hmm. because I even said this to this other um, worshiper is that, you know, he played music, but it wasn't good enough that it was for a, a small group of people. We have to have a great stand. And I said this to someone else who's in a, uh, what is the female in? Are they in what? Sorority. They're in sorority. She's in sorority. And I was saying, they think they have to have a, a huge, big, you know, platform to do God's work. Your mouth is is the platform. If if you change one person's life, do you know how many more people's lives you've changed? We don't think that we've we, we done we measure greatness with the number of people. Mm -hmm. Instead of I don't one. know how many people's lives I affected just by my life, how I've lived. Versus any words I've even spoken. The whole thing is about when a person has been in your presence, do you call, cause them to fall or do you cause them to grow? And you will never know there are going to be many people that will probably never even come back that you probably changed their life, I mean, dramatically just because of how you're living. Your life is a testimony and it's a witness your very life, how you're living. See, we're trying to measure it by the people that we see. But imagine how many people that you don't see that your life is affecting, how you're living. That's the most awesome thing. And that's what God brought to me one day is, um, are you causing someone to fall or are you causing someone to grow? And be careful on how you're living your life. Be very careful how you're living your life. It's not about what what events that we have. People people caught up in events and performance. But are the people like really changing? Are they faithful? Are they just quoting the scripture? Are they full of darkness and declaring that they're the light and the salt on the earth? A lot of time, can I? Yes, sir. A lot of time, <clears throat> as Christians, what we do is we Christianize something from the world. We 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 Christianize it. Halloween, trick or Trump. Yeah. or Harvest Night. See, we we Christianize things from the world in the church. We do it. So when it comes to my best witness to a person, and I like what you said, my, my best it. witness to a person mm -hmm. is not who I am, of what um, organization mm -hmm. that I'm attached to versus the organism. Mm -hmm. The one, we are a one-celled organism. Mm -hmm. So when I go to witness to one, I don't bring my organization, I bring my witness. Amen. So that when I'm talking to that person one on one, whether he's an alpha, a kappa, or whatever, I don't want him to see that. What I want him to see that I was a sinner, like yourself. I need him to see that, because until he can see that he's a sinner, he's not gonna really join the real team. 
until he can see that he's a sinner. So when I come to him, I, I beg the difference that because of who you are and the Holy Spirit that's in you, I believe that you could have won them either way. Because the Bible said that the sower sows the word. Amen. And that's what you did. It's not, it's the, the, the organization had you let you have access to them, but I beg the difference. I believe you still had access because of who you are and what's in you. Put it to the test. Find out. The kappa don't sow the word. It's the sower that sows the word. I'm not, a, I'm not, listen, and like I love what my wife said. She said that this should have you to dig in deeper to what I am and, and be careful. And the Bible said, you know, in secret society, he said, what I got, I'm going to shout it off the rooftop. Masons, we don't have no secret handshakes and secret, you know, rituals. We don't have the, bo the doors and the windows boarded up. We're not that bone to skulls. We're not all that. He said, what we have is free. It's open. So I don't have to have a society. I just need the word. So I believe because of who you are, because of your love for Christ, it wouldn't make any difference. And if you're called to do what you did, you're going to be called to do what you did. You still you're still Corbett, no matter what you what's on you, or what you associate with it. You are bought and prayed, paid for by a price of God. That's who owns you. That supersedes any organization because I'm a part of the organism. The, the body of Christ. Amen. So that's, that's, that's what we, a lot of times we do is I that we, that's what a lot of times what we do is that we Christianize an event to make it our own. The, the wow. day, what is it? Uh, day of the, the, the day of the dead. Well, not day of the dead, but what is it? All Saints Day. They Christianize that. Christmas. They Christianize that. It's not about Christ. You mean the whole world is celebrating Christ on that day? No, it's not about Christ. It's about Christmas. So the church Christianized these events, these pagan things. They Christianize. They make them ours. That's what we do. That's what they done. So. And I was Delta. Just want to put it out. <laughs> so anyway, it, anyway, you said you I, were what a Delta. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> Delta Airline. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I want us to, to really know that when I it comes to um, it's a choice. No, I was. I was. Yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, I was. But I didn't. You know, it was it was because of the fact that. You know, you you're in school and you're you're part of, you know, the, the association, but you you we don't question as believers. We're supposed to really examine and scrutinize everything, and you know, and, and and we we don't. So I just think this is an opportunity for us really to examine and scrutinize everything. Um, I believe that God has His hand on you and Robert, and what you're doing, but I believe that God wants you to see deeper into what He has in His Word and His call on your life, because I I see you affecting. Uh, Man and woman of God, mm -hmm. uh, Please I'm, keep I'm it sure, up. and because I know Robert, he, he definitely is. But but it's, it's it's God's complete plan. See, but we 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 come up with a plan, mm. right? Mm -hmm. We come up with a plan, sure, and we we try to make it to be His plan. And it's not about whether a fraternity or sorority. It's about 
really the plan of God? You know, is this the direction that you want uh, uh, me to go? Because even a lot of times, this is our time, we just went there. Yeah. We got so much more left uh, preparing for the spiritual warfare part, God as a, the thresher. We're going to talk about Please come that back Sunday. and submit God. But this is still all part of what we're on here, Satan's domain and his place where he actually resides and has authority and power. Is that, well, you know, while we're going to this, this other church, even churches do things that's not in the name of God. So we are coming for that. ain't coming for no sorority or fraternity. Mm -hmm. It's that. Everything just have to be of God. And we want to allow you, everyone, everything that you're doing, everything, school. People say, you know, you know God is not, you know, Holy Spirit is not, uh, it's not all about God. Everything not about God. You, you can just go to the movies. You can just go. To the, no, we, 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 we are born from above the kingdom of God. Everything we do is kingly and heavenly. It's nothing fleshly anymore because we're supernatural. Everything that we're supposed to be doing now has to be supernatural. If not, you'll be frustrated because you're trying to live in two worlds. <laughs> it's hard to date two people. He said you cannot serve two gods. You're going to love one and you're going to despise the other. You can't do it. And so just I think this is a real good opportunity for everyone to evaluate where you are. I'm talking about where you are with God. How are you pleasing him? Have you repented? And when you repent, you have to turn away, have a second thought, behavior in our actions. And then, then he will forgive you. And then he will cleanse you. And then you'll be renewed. Then you'll be renewed. Then you'll be continue to be sanctified. That's set apart. Set apart because then what what we did we became a part of the world again, but then he has to this this sanctification is a journey. It's lifelong. You just not been sanctified that day that you got saved. <laughs> it's a life journey, and I think this is what happens a lot of times is that um, we, when it comes to the Word of God, we become our own defense attorney. And we make excuses as to why we're doing what we're doing. Aye, aye, and aye. God will speak directly to you. I always say challenge everything that we teach. I love you. I love the fact that, and I do love you. That came out first. I love you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I love That's the right. fact that you ask, where was that? Where is that in the scripture? I really like that, yeah. You know, when you go to scripture, it's not there written out plain to the natural man. because it's spiritual. It's spoken to the spirit of it's man. Only revealed. It's spoken to the spirit of man. Love what I love and hate, hate what I hate. hate. What pleases you, God? Does this please yeah, you? I like that. When it comes to even the job, I you know, where to travel, where should I stay here? Should I go? Oh, but they paying us eighty thousand dollars here. Did I, I, I? It's not. Should I go? I'm gone. <laughs> you know. Peace. Who wouldn't, right? I tell you, who wouldn't? A child that's on God's plan. <coughs> but when you're on your own plan, 
You feel like you have to plan out your life. Otherwise, okay, but this is this money. God, God wouldn't have me to be put out. You're right. He wouldn't. Only reason that you'll be put out is that you don't trust him. You stay, you stay and don't take the $80,000 job, but you stay and not trust him. Yeah, you put out. <laughs> you know, lost everything. And then you don't believe now, you don't believe God. But you didn't trust him. Don't make a move and then not decide not to trust him. Because you think you're answering him but not doing it, but then you don't follow up with trusting him. Well, you're a prime example of that because you were offered, I don't know, $10,000 more. Mm -hmm. And you're like, man, I'll yeah. take that. Most would be like, yeah, I'll I'm take like, that. I'm like, I'm I mean, man, offer me. You, you got the job. Just not only that, man. but the, door, the job was closed. Yeah, closed. I'm like, how can I apply for it? Just fill out an application. <laughs> got a telephone interview. But then I start out counsel. And that's the thing. Is that you, you seek you out counsel. You know, it's very hard now to have sound doctrine and teaching because people are teaching now or preaching for their own gain, and it's not for the people. So it's very hard to, you know, when I sit down and listen, because I feel you when I sit down and listen, what, are they telling me what's really right, right. and what's true? Mm -hmm. God can only be a witness to that. This is why he, he tells you to test and try every spirit. But you have to have the spirit to test and try the spirit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Test. He said, test us. Try. See what they're speaking is an error. Are they speaking and teaching out of their flesh? Because it can happen. You have all false teachers and false prophets. All Just false all over. Just false. False people. False people God perpetrating that they're Christians. And they are people of the darkness. So I get to end on a really good happy note. I'm glad that you all came out today. And I pray that what will happen for us is this. I turned 50 in August. And I'm what? saying, Lord. <laughs> you told me. <laughs> I'm saying, Lord, what else should I be doing? You know, what else is next? What's next? What's next? I'm just excited about what's next, what, what's on his agenda, what's on his plan. And that's where our mind and our heart yeah. should be. It's what's on his agenda Amen. and on his plan. Don't uh, ever allow the enemy to make you feel offended when you hear the word of God. Because that's not God. Mm. You won't be confused. He said, I'm not the author of confusion. confusion. When you're confused, that means that the enemy is whispering to you. Now you're confused. But he said that you should study and search out the word as if it was hidden treasure. So you can rightly divide, divide the truth. But you can't rightly divide it by yourself. This is why he's giving you teachers to help you to rightly. And he was really talking about the elders, the teachers, to help you rightly divide the truth. Because you can't do it on your own. You know why? Because you're your own self-defense attorney. Mm -hmm. Are we not? Mm -hmm. Let somebody come and try to tell you wrong about something. You shouldn't do that. No. They'd be, they be offended, mad, and gone. I love this about Fee. Fee wants you to tell her what, just tell me what I need to fix. 
The Bible says you are wise when you want to receive that. And the Bible says there's safety in the counsel of many. Mm-hmm. So when she decided to do that, now she didn't just jump, but she, mm-hmm. she counseled with me mm-hmm. to find out what is, the, what is God really mm-hmm. saying in this. Because y'all know we started off at ODU. Mm-hmm. But if, we had, if she had did that, we wouldn't mm-hmm. have been at ODU and that mm-hmm. we wouldn't have been had the favor of where mm-hmm. we needed to go to do the ministry that we're doing here. That's right. So it wasn't about the money. It was about y'all. Amen. 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 We can think we're doing what's good, but are you doing what's best? Mm. And you want to do what's best. We think we're doing what's good for our children a lot of time, but are we doing what's best? Best. I don't believe this pinky thing. Well, okay, let them tear up everything and then eventually tear you up. Because you're not doing what's best. Beat them. No, no. <laughs> and no, no, but seriously. Uh, straighten up that face. Turn around. Mm-mm. See, and see what happened is the spirit would manifest. He just rolled his ass. Turned around. His spirit was talking to his mom behind him because he know what his mom was feeling at the time. You didn't have to even look behind you, but your spirit was talking loud and clear to your mom, your mom knew it, and I knew it too. Don't test her, y'all. I did. Okay. We found out. Don't test her. Don't respond. See, that is a spirit that we're talking about. Cause you could easily respond in um, I'm in a, you know, uh, fraternity or whatever. And now, uh, are y'all coming against me? Are y'all coming against that? And people take it personally. Just receive the word of God and then examine it. Examine it. Mm-hmm. And then submit. If then, once it's revealed, once it's revealed, mm-hmm. you can't submit to something you don't have any knowledge of, really. Then submit. Then your obligation would be to submit. And if you continue in disobedience and rebellion against your parent, your days, the word of God says that your days will be, be short. short. Stubborn and disobedient child is a burden to their parents. That's the word. So it should be a joy, it's a blessing. And your gift. How can the gift be? God know? loves us, and if he did not love us, he wouldn't chasten us. Right. And this is why I'm doing this right now. If I didn't love you, I would allow you to respond, continue in the way that you were responding. And you're going in error. It's like you're crossing the street and there's a car coming. And if I didn't love you, I would just let you cross you over. Right on there. And it smack and kill you. But I love you enough that in spite of you getting upset with me or your mom, I'm still going to bring correction. Amen. And you shall live a long oh, yeah. life. Because they're always kids to you. And it, it, the thing of it is, it, it's... It's it's really dishonoring your parents. Mm-hmm. And the Bible said, when you honor your parents, it's the first, when you honor your parents, it's the first thing with a gift. It gives you a gift when you honor your parents. And a lot of times we can be 50 years old and we still dishonor our parents. Mm. Dude, we, we got some old children that's dishonoring We can have yeah. people dishonoring their parents. <laughs> How do you, <laughs> you can, you can, you can, I'm, I'm, I'll be 50 years old in May, my father is 75, mm-hmm. and I still say yes sir to him. Yeah, you do, yes 
It's not a, and I might not like what he's saying. Mm -hmm. But I honor him because of his position. Amen. That's his position as my father. And it'd be pride for me to ever think that because I have the Holy Spirit and, and this and that, that I'm wiser than him. Mm -hmm. I just know someone they can go to. Amen. Glory to God. See, so with wisdom, see, y'all got to understand that. And what he, what he's, hopefully he'll receive is wisdom. And when his life and his time comes, he'll have that wisdom to help his children. See, a lot of times you think your inheritance is money, but it's wisdom. Mm. What you really can do for your children. Legacy and wisdom. I can leave that and it can go on. The money can go, but not that wisdom. It could be bad. It could be bad. With that, y'all. Glory to God. We really appreciate y'all. Thank uh, you. Any other questions? I got a tough job, y'all. Any other questions before we go? Appreciate your input. That's all. Well, we. You want I'm, I'm here every. I'm here every Sunday. I'm here every Tuesday at six thirty. Every other Friday. You know how to get in touch with us.